You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always are my good friends, Jay from the Hills of Texas. And AK Mike, back in Texas. And we would like to welcome you to the show. We uh, just got back from the Arizona Electric Festival. And uh, if you've been listening over the last uh, couple of weeks, you'll uh, kind of got... Um, you know, up to date, we uh, we had a, a, th- a two day event, more like you know, more than a three day event, I think. Uh, but we wound up actually staying Saturday night for the night fly, and then Sunday morning as well uh, for a little bit. We flew uh, flew some stuff as there as well. But uh, I just got uh, you know, we kind of uh, wanted to recap a little bit uh, of our Saturday night because Mike and I uh, did the night fly with the walrus. And uh, it seemed to have been both of our, um, sort I'm looking for, I, uh, it, it came to the realization to the both of us that the airplane, as it started to gain altitude, was no longer looking like an airplane. It was looking like a purple blob. And we have decided that that may be our eyes getting older. <laughs> it's not as, and Mike was a little uncomfortable, I think, flying it because it just turned into this purple spot as opposed to flying. and. Well, you know, and I thought about that for a little bit too, Mike. Uh, it's possible that it's, you know, I just recently got new glasses within the last couple of months and I haven't flown at night with them. So it's possible that they're not really in a space to, uh, you know, uh, that I'm, they're not dialed in. Yeah. And that may fly. be the, that may be the case. So, um, so in my case, that might be good. And, and I, I didn't feel like you were having trouble. So maybe it's just me. And I appreciate well, you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it was owning little, some of that, but yeah. I think there was a little bit of a breeze and I don't know what it was with my eyes this weekend, but uh, every time I looked down the runway towards into the wind, my eyes would all water up and I'd be like, Oh, I can't see anything, you know, cause I'm like looking through water lenses. And uh, I think that, you know, every time Mike was like, okay, I don't got this. It's not working. You know, and he would hand me the controller and I'd be like, okay, it's all blurry to me anyway. <laughs> so I'm bring oh, it down. Cause the water um, in your eyes. Yeah. Cause I'd be staring at him into the, but Anyway, we had a, a really fun time in the night fly. We kind of closed out the, that evening with Shannon, uh, as you heard from our last episode. Uh, and then everybody kind of uh, made their way to, you know, their own uh, individual evenings. And so uh, several people packed up and, you know, we're trying to get out uh, before the rush on Sunday. And Mike and I found ourselves, because we're kind of the nighttime security, we found ourselves with nothing to do in the middle of the night. So we, uh, I, I have, I've recently purchased, um, a night vapor and I had, it was new in the box. We tried to fly it the night before and got it trapped on the Armada. And when he means we, he's really talking about <laughs> him. <laughs> I had to throw you under the bus, Mike, because, well. you know, uh, we, you know, the thing is, is when you get that thing out of the box, it flies nose up. And and I remember when we used to fly those in Alaska, that's the way we would fly them, nose up. That thing would just be like really just poking hovering. along. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like a 3D plane. And uh, because it was windy enough, it wasn't very mm-hmm. windy, but it was windy enough. It just carried that thing on the top. Of, I mean, like in an instant, it was on top oh, of yeah. that, oh, yeah. that roof. 
And so we, uh, we had to uh, improvise and uh, put some picnic tables together to get up on top of the roof to get the airplane. We did. And uh, <laughs> it's funny because we wandered around there for a little bit, knowing that thing was up there. And I, I tried to see if it was upright, you know, to fly it. And I'm you like, standing on the edge of the trash can, trying not to fall into the trash can on the edge of the fence. <laughs> I was like, he's going to kill himself. He's going to kill himself. Yeah, pretty much. I was hanging on for dear life. And I'm just barely looking over. Like I can pull myself up and just see it. And I'm like, Dang it! I I can see where it's at, and it's upside down, and that. Really... I'm just saying, thank God he could hold on to something because he yeah. would have been on his butt. Yeah, I would have. Uh, it was, uh, and my wife would have just been, you know, yelling at me the whole time. You know, you know how old right you now are? she listens yeah. to this exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we as Mike pointed out, we were a little bit resourceful because I thought at one point they had a ladder. Uh, you know that was out. They probably did, and I'm sure it was probably somewhere, but um, or it was in the in the closed lock. Yes, in yeah, the they, I think that's where they had one. <laughs> it's probably so. Anyway, we uh, we were. I was like, well, I just need to stack something on top. And so I was trying to convince Mike to actually let me get on his shoulders and then him climb the fence. <laughs> but he he he's like, I lost thirty <laughs> so, pounds, so he was a no know, go. It should, be, it should be a do. I know, right. So I told him, I was like, okay, so you don't really think that climbing the fence with me on your back is a, is a safe deal to, you know, safe thing to do. He's like, no. If I, my, my last name was Valenza. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) So anyway, uh, long story short, we got some picnic tables. We stacked them on top of each other and we climbed up. But, uh, the bad news is, is that now there's footprints all over the top of the tables. And I felt really bad because we're having a pizza party, you know, the next day. And so I've got like a paper towel. I'm trying to rub all the rub all the feet print off the top of it Get the evidence on well, anybody who put their pizza on the top of those tables anyway <laughs> that's you true. know that's true. they're rough people we, we did have to, plates to... we did have plates exactly so. uh so anyway we got the uh, night vapor down and uh we tried you know that was it we made for the modifications night. to it oh that's right that was that's it right because we night. decided that's yeah true. this it's gonna happen again because the wind was kind of getting you know out of hand and that, that was friday night that was Saturday night. Saturday right? night, we we got back, right? And we found ourselves with nothing to do. And so we got the vapor back out. And I said, well, I really want to do this vapor. There's no wind. Everybody's gone. Uh, there's just the lights, you know, kind of the lights under the Armada, how they leave them on for night security. And, and Mike and I are standing there. And it's really not that cold. I mean, it was cold the first night. But no, yeah, you know, it, was. it wasn't, wasn't really that cold. So he and I weren't, like, shivering at all. And so I got the transmitter. We fired it up. And. You know, he's like, we should go out to the runway. And I'm like, dude, it's at nighttime and I'm trying to maiden this thing. And we have light in here. I, I only I only have to fly it around like this table. Right. I mean, I, I know it has lights on it, but you're trying to get me to trim it out and do all that stuff in the dark. I should have done it during the daytime. But it, it it's one of you know, it's one of those things. And I'm like, if we fly inside the Armada part right here, there's no not only is there no wind, but, you know, I can see it. So I said, just set it down. And he's like, okay, you know, it's going to go on top of the Armada again. I'm going, no, I'm going to keep it under the Armada. He's like, okay. (laughs) So I took off and kind of was flying around really low to the ground. I got it all trimmed up. And then it was basically flying hands off. And we found out that um, the little, uh, there's a little like a gear on it that if you crash it, it pushes the gear forward and now the rudder won't work. So we found that out because, you know, we kind of ran it into the sun. I thought I was going to hit the fence, so I chopped the throttle, and it kind of, you know, ran into the ground. And then he picked it up and, you know, set it down. I took off again, and now it won't turn. So it's just going, you know, right out in the middle of, you know, towards the <laughs> tables and the Armada and stuff. So I, I chopped the power and, and almost landed on the table, which gave me an idea. 
So I picked it up. I set it on the table. Mike fixed the little gear on it, said it's okay. He was going to set it back down. I was like, no, leave it on the table. So I took off from the table. And so I flew around uh, the Armada and, you know, in between everything. And he's like, what are you doing? Where are you going? And I go, I'm going to try and land on the table. So I came instant in. Instant aircraft carrier. Yeah, instant, right? And we just touched down. And then the next thing you know, boom, you know, it it just has a, it falls off the table. And, we you know, we didn't do a very good job of, of you know, collecting on the, car- on the carrier itself. But it did give us an idea. And so as a result, we, you know, definitely tried to uh to do it again and so um i I was able to to do it and then uh, we flew it around through a battery which lasts surprisingly mike it lasts a long time i mean the battery last the battery lasted probably i don't know five to five minutes eight minutes maybe so uh i landed on the table a long ways a couple times and then i said okay your turn and so i gave it to mike we switched batteries and then mike was trying to land it on the table and so he uh he did he was successful and uh, so then we started giggling like two schoolgirls. I mean, you know, we were just laughing and we were flying it across the tables. We were landing on the table and then skipping to the next table and then, you know, flying around. And then I started flying it around like uh, all of the tables. So I was like going in and out and around the fence and out into the parking lot and then around. And it, it just was a good time. It, we were having a really good time. But what was funny to me, Mike, was uh, we were trimming it out and trying out different trim positions for the elevator because, uh, you know, first it was like totally mm -hmm. nose up and just sort of, you know, flying almost 3D like. And you're like, that's not going to work for me. So you changed the elevator and you put it so like now it's like a speed demon relative to the vapor. That's true. (laughs) And the thing was racing around and, uh, you know, it was harder to land on the table because you're just booking. I mean, it's just going full out, full out. Like you could hit the front of the table, but then you'd roll out all the way to the end of the table. It's like, and that's not going to do it for me. Yeah. yeah that's not going to do it for me. So you, so you adjusted it. So it was a little bit nose up, but if you didn't have it completely level like that, the rudder was almost mm. useless. Uh, so with a little bit of wind, you needed to have rudder. So it needed to have a more elevator there. So that would be right. flat as it right. flew. And that, 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 that to me was the funny thing. It's like, it's going too fast. I was like, it's a vapor, dude. My, Mike but was like, this right. is great. It's exactly how it should be. And I'm like, no, dude, this thing is flying way too fast. I mean, way I'm, too I'm at fast. half throttle and this thing is like booking that's, around, you know? Yeah, that's go, that's, a, that's a phrase you never would think you'd hear it for a vapor. For yeah. a vapor. Way right? too I think fast. they call out an oxymoron. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> uh but anyway it was a it was a good time and uh we were just getting ready to switch batteries i was flying around and a car pulled up and this couple uh you know kind of pulls up mike walks over hey can i help you and um and they were looking for the night fly yeah and uh, he's like well you're here here he is right here the one guy flying in the night fly and about that time (laughs) the battery went boom and i i was headed (laughs) was gonna fly out in front of their car because they were sitting, you know, like in the parking lot and I was going to fly like around the front of the car and then come back and they had their windows down. I, I, for about a second, I thought about flying through the window, but I didn't. Yeah. That, you might have scared them. Would, it wouldn't have been you know, a smart thing to do, but super kosher. Yeah. yeah so anyway, might have swatted it. It's a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> and ruined my vapor. Yeah, exactly. uh, so anyway, Mike uh, introduces himself, and um, yeah, let's uh, we, we can kind of talk about it because uh, they're a very interesting group. Uh, so we meet, so nice we meet couple. Montana and Rochelle, and yeah. these are a young couple. Uh, he's got his own business, a de- auto detailing business, yeah. uh, not cleaning your car, but like doing paint 
touch designs up work and, and, yeah, uh, and body work and some other stuff. Right. And it's right. pretty cool stuff. And uh, so we just started chatting with him and he was like, yeah, we've been, we came one time and we were sitting in the bleachers and it was kind of cool and we enjoyed it. But then, uh, and then Rochelle speaks up. She's like, yeah. So I got him a plane for Christmas. Yeah. And so, and so, yeah, so he's got this plane. And so, uh montana does what i see more and more people do um that i wouldn't have done because i'm just too chicken he just went out and flew he took this plane uh you know it has safe technology or that kind of idea and and he just started flying and you know thankfully for him it can fly fairly easy uh with this you know gyro and whatnot set up so he just basically said, yeah, I've crashed this thing a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the cool things about the plane that he had was the prop comes off. It's a little hub attachment and it just pops right off. So uh, it wouldn't bend the motor or won't break the props. And I think we broke one prop but uh, while we were flying, but uh, it, it's, uh, it's you know, kind of a good setup. And uh, And I think he did painting on one of them at least he did and yeah he did a custom it was paint a job. beautiful paint job it was Unfortunately amazing Fortunately for him uh it changed the weight of things yes and it just doesn't fly like it did and so uh but now he's just going to hang it up on the mobile or something and yeah. and uh, show it off or something they so put up on the shelf or whatever but yeah there was they were cool and both he and his wife rochelle uh, want to be pilots like they want to fly right. he flies all the time yeah and so so mike what you know what would you add to that um well so you know the the interesting thing uh when they showed up is that they uh they they were excited about the rc hobby and they you know wanted to uh, they wanted to see the night fly so just to kind of back up they have a five month or five week five week old baby and their mom was babysitting and she said, you know, go, go on a date, just go out, you know, take some time because she wanted to be with the new baby and the baby was sleeping anyway. So, you know, Montana's like, Hey, let's go over to that RC event. Cause they just live like five miles down the road. Unfortunately they had gone out and then on their way back, they swung in and things were pretty much winding down. And it was just Mike and I flying the vapor, but it gave them the opportunity to get an audience with us. Right. And so we kind of took it advantage of that and we you know kind of started chit-chatting with them and they super nice they got out of the car and we kind of walked them around and they were telling us about these uh little airplanes now the airplanes that they bought are about the umx size aircraft they're not big so they're uh they they got them off of amazon and i think they sell them uh, at superstition hobbies too uh it's um rage rc they they're these little um you know they come with a controller and everything but they have uh these three modes and they were talking about how difficult it was to fly these things, except on beginner mode Inter- and the beginner or mode, intermediate, yeah, you know, or intermediate. He said, I just started flying intermediate, but he said, beginner mode, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better at that. And then, you know, I just fly full throttle all the time. So he said, I just, you know, toss it and then I go full throttle. And then I just, I turn around and I go, well, does it have a rudder channel? And he goes, oh yeah. And I go, it's got rudder. And he goes, mm-hmm, yeah, and it's got elevators and it's got ailerons. I go, so you have all three axes in this little bitty plane? Because, I mean, I'm flying this one around, it only has two axes, right? It's got an elevator and a rudder. And so uh, he goes, yeah, it's it's all three. They fly, you know, they, they do really well. And she's like, yeah, I have one too. And then, and then we had so much fun with them that we bought like three or four more. So we have all these different airplanes, but some of them just don't fly well. 
And I was like, well, that's kind of strange. You know, I, I don't know why they wouldn't, or, you know, I mean, they're micro. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, so we, we kind of took them around and we were explaining the difference, uh, you know, between the Trojans and the jets. And, and he mentioned, Oh, I have a Habu. <laughs> oh, really? Like, what? Yeah. yeah. He goes, Oh yeah. He goes, my wife bought it for me. And so I've already flown it like twice. Now I will tell you that he took off, flew it around. And from what I understand it, the landing kind of got him because, you know, landing these little Habu. airplanes and landing that Habu is, a, he was flying in his, you know, front yard. This wasn't the place to be flying that fast jet. <laughs> so it did have some, you know, <laughs> did have some bumps on it and some bruises, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from what I gathered. But, you know, we really didn't go into, he obviously does body repair stuff. So he had repaired, uh, and like Mike said, he had painted, uh, this particular airplane he painted was a Spitfire. And uh, he had crashed it, put it back together, glued some stuff. He ripped the tail wheel off or something. And so he put some glue in there. And he told us that the airplane was just like, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. He was very hard to control. Tail heavy. And Mike goes, well, maybe it's out of CG since you put hot glue in the back. Oh. And I started laughing. And I said, you live in Arizona. I wouldn't put hot glue anywhere no. in Arizona. Cause, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, once you start flying it in the summertime, you won't have any hot glue back there anymore, you know. And, uh, but, you know, but they were interested. It was, it was kind of refreshing and they spent what, probably 30, 40 minutes with us, you know, just walking around, looking at airplanes, asking all these questions, which were just phenomenal for, for someone that is getting, you know, kind of the spark to get new, you know, these little airplanes. And then they were asking all kinds of questions like, you know, well, how come it does this? Or, you know, what would cause it to do this? And, I was really impressed with how much they had gained knowledge wise just by trial and error. I yeah, mean, clearly really a smart know. couple. Both of them were yeah. clearly smart. Yeah, like very, they, very, they very intelligent. Big brains on their heads. Now, did either one but, of you two uh, hand them a card, one of our cards? Because you're notorious. Yes, we did. Oh, you did. You I guys actually brought did. cards this believe time? Believe it or not, believe wow. it or not, Jay, yeah. both of us brought a stack Whoa. of those cards. Yeah, and uh, Mike's uh, <laughs> mainly because we knew you weren't going to be there. So, we had, oh crap, I got to bring you because Jay's not going to be there. Uh, but Mike's goal was to hand out all of them, and uh, he came pretty close. I did. Good yeah. job. So, so it yeah, uh, and we did. Yep. Them out. And we uh, we talked to uh, you know they were excited. They were like, oh wow, you podcast really on RC? I'm like, yeah, you should listen. So hopefully they'll listen. And uh, you know, of course we're talking about them. So 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 to that end, them. Mike. Uh, to, to that end, I actually reached out and got a hold of Montana and Rochelle. That's and, awesome. Uh, oh, you mean after since then? Uh, yeah, yeah. So after we we so we they came back Sunday and oh, we they did come back we, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, they came back Sunday and we flew. They brought their planes. And then Mike showed them how a plane should be fl- f- uh, flown, and uh, well, I trimmed said, it yeah, out. Is, actually, well, and this is like this is in the expert mode, and they're like, "That looks like beginner mode." He goes, "Nope, it's expert." And then he <laughs> does a barrel roll. You know, and they're like, "Oh wow, it can do a barrel roll." It's like, "Yeah, you can fly it." And now those things have buttons to do loops and barrel rolls and stuff if you want, but yeah. uh, but Mike, but Mike likes to do it for real, so yeah, yeah he was flying it inverted and stuff, and he's like, "Oh my god, that plane's flying upside down." And they were so, they were uh, somewhat impressed, I think. So yeah, it was but, it was good. It was I was impressed with I was impressed because when I first saw this airplane, I, I you know first thing I thought was well, it's way out of balance, you know. So, but he did a good job because Mike had mentioned the night before, maybe you should put if the airplane you know flies all pitchy, put a little 
hot glue in the nose section and kind of bounce it out. And he's like, yeah, okay. So he did, but you know, I don't know how much was in the back, it, well, yeah, but I don't know how he much he was... put in the back and I don't know how much yeah. he was going to put in the front. He, he probably could have put, I think he probably could have put more up front. A sticker too. Given the way maybe. it would be, maybe. Maybe, yeah. but I, I took, you know, I took the wingtips, I balanced it where it should be balanced, and it was, it was sitting perfectly. But it, he I had think the rudder was off, it. or elevator was off, or something. Remember? Yeah, the, it, it just had a little twist in the back end of it, which I don't think really would have affected too much of it. But it, it he did have it custom painted and airbrushed uh, with his daughter's name on it, and uh, and I was like, well, was this awesome. is a little heavier. I mean, because it had been clear coated and it was bright pink and it was a really nice paint job. I really like paint job. It was beautiful. Like, I can't so, wait to see, like, if he gets a hold of a, re- you know, a bigger plane yes, or a real plane yes, and he paints he it, then he'll be able it. to paint it without affecting it yes. so much. Yeah, so, so, yeah. And, and Mike's correct. They came out Sunday. They brought these little airplanes. He bought a whole bunch of batteries and he's like, hey, man, we just want to see somebody that can, that we can understand that can fly this to see if it's really worth the investment, right? Because we own a couple of them and we were thinking about buying some more because uh, they have a whole, you know, group of them. But they're fairly expensive, about 100 bucks or a little over $100. And and so he said, you know, let's find it. So I said, yeah, sure, we can go fly it and see. And so I took off um, in the uh, beginner mode and it was incredibly pitchy. Uh, but I got it slowed down. I got it flying back around. I took it out of... Uh, beginner went into intermediate and I liked intermediate better. Uh, and so I was flying around intermediate and, um, it, I, but it was still really pitchy. I mean, if you just even move the stick, the thing would just start porpoising. Uh, and I thought, he goes, is that an expert or beginner? I was like, well, it's an intermediate right now. And so I went up a couple mistakes high and, uh, which for that thing is, you know, 30 or 40 feet. And <laughs> I clicked it into expert mode. And as soon as I went to expert mode, it departed <laughs> control flight. I mean, it literally, I, and, and, he, and I was like, he told us that if you just flick it back to beginner mode, it would level itself out. Yeah. That airplane, not, not even close. So it went into this death spiral. I tried I pull the power off. You know, I tried to push the nose over and get it all, you know, ready to, you know, recover. And I think you it, need another 50 feet before you could have recovered that Mike. Probably so. Cause it was wrapped up pretty tight. And, yeah, it did, uh, and it hit nose first, so it, it corkscrewed down. Yeah, it corkscrewed pretty pretty quickly. But and, it didn't uh, really damage the plane. It broke the prop, but it didn't really damage the plane yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the plane, it was like in reasonably good shape, yeah. except for the fact that it's not the CG was off. So as I take as we believe were these planes EPP or just regular foam or yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah, yeah. EPP. No EPP. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he goes. So, he he said, "Oh, that's he goes. That's that's okay." He, I said, "Well, this one's a little troublesome. It may be worth getting a new one, or you know, if you're going to fly it." But he goes, "Well, this one is a Corsair. It flies great." And he had painted the uh, the nose of this Corsair. He had he had scratched the nose, so he had repainted it from yellow because it was yellow and blue to pink, the same color as his, you know that the Spitfire was because he had the paint, so it was bright pink. And it had bright pink wingtips on it. So he had changed the color scheme, but it was really cool. And so I took off. And as soon as I took off, I flipped it into uh, intermediate mode and was flying it around. Got it all trimmed because the thing does have trim. And it was a little out of trim. It wanted to climb and dive and do all these crazy things. And uh, once I got it trimmed up, I just held the controller up. I said, this is hands off in intermediate. And then right then I flicked it to expert and it just stayed level. Cause it's got a little gyro like a UMX. And so they're like, that's in expert mode. And I go, yep. And so then I ripped it around and I did a couple of rolls and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's a roll. And then I ripped it upside down and flew inverted down the runway. 
and uh you know we're only flying like in a 20 foot radius right in front of us while everybody else is like whipping around us and uh yeah so it, it was fun we we had a good time i landed it you know we let uh mike fly it and uh, mike did just as good and then uh they wanted to see a bigger I airplane. upside down though no, but you did, you know, rolled it and some stuff. And then they wanted yeah. to see a bigger airplane fly. So I got my uh, L39 out and I flew the L39 for them. But uh, so but the gear down because, you know, problem. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> gear door was sticking and it, it, the gear wasn't coming up and I didn't want to. Made you nervous. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. So, you know, so, so, then uh, so uh, well, you, go you ahead. You said you called them. Yeah. So I called them. And it, yeah, yeah, I called them. And so I talked to them and said, hey, you know, it was really great to meet you guys, and uh, we really enjoyed, you know, having a conversation. And they were like, yeah, you know, likewise, we really enjoyed – you guys gave us so many great tips. And so I was trying to figure out – I was asking them, you know, what is it that you, you know, felt was helpful? And the way Rochelle put it was, yeah, we, we like the backstage pass. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? She goes, well, you know, before we were sitting in the bleachers, but now we're, like, on the flight line talking to you guys. You know, you're talking term of our ailerons elevator rudder how does it work what happens the different flight services and stuff because mike did a you know a nice short tutorial on you know Mm -hmm. what what happens when you turn the plane sideways now the rudder becomes elevator and you know things like that and uh and then also they said you know i said well you know what you you just decided to start flying planes goes yeah i've always been this montana talking i always been into rc i have cars and i had uh, helicopters and stuff but i never flew planes before and i just decided you know uh, then rochelle got this gift for me for christmas and so i just went out flying and and i said like okay so yeah you just crash the thing he goes yeah that's fine i don't really care because i'm learning and i know i'm going to crash it and and just the way he approached it is different than i would have approached it but i i kind of like his method if you're if he's he's willing to depart with money to be able to train himself uh via the crash method right mm-hmm. yeah. and these planes have that safe quote-unquote technology stuff so it it doesn't really happen as often as you might think it would because because of that stuff it saves you from really kind of hurting yourself mm-hmm. because you're flying it around and then um uh one thing rochelle said which i thought was funny is yeah we've never really done podcasting before so we went to listen to your podcast we didn't know how to do it like at, at first it was kind of something they didn't and i was like wow i didn't ever think of that like yeah that that isn't central part but then we talked a little more and i was like yeah you're right not a lot of even you know from 20 to 50 you talked about what's, what's a podcast and yeah. you get that a lot yeah um and so for me it's like well i listen to podcasts because i'm on a drive and you know i'm just gonna get mad at everybody driving around me if i'm stuck in traffic so <laughs> I, I might as well listen to something that will be entertaining or, you know, where I can learn something. And so it was just great to talk to these people who are excited. I asked them, you know, what's the kinds of things you think would help you, you know, moving forward? And he goes, you know, I don't really know yet. I'm just going to keep flying and crashing and doing whatever. But, you know, the conversation that we had and the tips that Mike gave them and all that stuff, he said just – in fact, Rochelle made a point of saying, yeah – when you went flying the other day, you were way better. Uh, Cause I think Mike was talking about uh, the Mike Barso syndrome, which is banging the sticks left and right, mm-hmm. you know, where, where you, where you, uh, you know, you fly with, with aggressive uh, behavior, I guess is what I would call it. And, uh, and he said, yeah, you don't really need to push that hard. You just really soft. Plus 
when you're using beginner mode, you have to push harder because uh, it's designed that way. Right. If you go to intermediate and you're pushing that hard, it's going to you know, perform more wildly. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, experts going to just turn it up, up end it, right? And so it was just you know, a lot of good back and forth uh, with them on their experience and what they plan to do. And, and uh, it, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what they have to say and, and what, what, how, their, how their adventure goes. Yeah, and we uh, we actually took time to introduce them to Shannon on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. we got them hooked up to say, "Hey, look, you should really come out and fly with the club because they have." He took them in, and he said, "We have a club trainer. We could do wireless buddy box. You know, we can let you kind of get out there if you wanted to bring your jet out. We could, you know, help you fly that too, where you're not crashing it all the time, and at least getting some stick time with someone that can save the jet and not have to repair it." Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was like, "Really?" And, uh, and we're like, "Yeah, it's all wireless now. You can just, you know." sign up and then you know you come on in and, and learn to fly so they were kind of excited about that too and uh I, I think that the demo with my with both that airplane and the l39 both because i remember rochelle was talking she was standing I, I had them up at the flight line because initially they were standing like way back and i'm like no if you want to see this come up you know come up to the box so stand in the box and then i said no watch my fingers and she's like, look, 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 he's not even moving the sticks, you know, and yet the airplane's <laughs> doing all this stuff. And, and I told her, I said, well, yeah, if I really want to be aggressive, I can pull really hard on it and it'll, you know, I tumbled it. And so Mike was explaining, you know, yeah, he's really, you know, aggressive with the sticks, but in the majority of the time he's flying, he's right in the middle and they're just letting the airplane kind of do it. Cause they, they mentioned that the airplane, when they went into a turn, it just dived to the ground. And I said, right. well, why? And he goes, yeah. I said, are you using the rudder? And he goes, oh, I don't ever touch that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so we kind of talked a little bit about aerodynamics and just, you know, how this yank and bank. And, and that's why Mike was saying that I said, when, the, when, when you yank it over into a 90 degree knife edge and you start pulling on it, that elevator acts as a, you know, I mean, the rudder acts as an elevator because it's facing this way now, not up and down, but horizontal. And he, you could see it in his face. He was like, Oh yeah. You know, cause it kind of the, the light bulb kind of came on and I'm like, so if you're not even using this part over here, you got to pull a little bit to kind of keep the nose up. And then, uh, that's interesting that you've talked to them and she said that he, he got a little better after, you know, coming out and watching. Right. Well, so. I know we got to wrap it up, but I, I do want to say that he said that watching was key to moving forward for him. Oh, good. Um, and that, you know, he looked at the price of buying a simulator and his, his answer to that was, well, I'll just better spend the money on another plane hmm. than, than buying a, a simulator. And you know what? I totally get that. You know, we wouldn't have been able to do that because we built from sticks when we started. Right. So right. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a normal suggestion for us to say you should use a flight simulator first. But now, uh, in fact, he's not the only one who said that to me. I have a friend who just started getting into flying, too. And he's like, I can fly this thing with no problem. Like, I don't even really need the simulator. It's like, okay. Yeah. I, I get it uh, because the, the technology has come such a long way. And, and it has because, you know, honestly, he's right. I mean, how many times do you say he crashed that thing and just picks it up and puts the new yeah, prop on and just yeah, keeps on going? Where yeah. where that's what the simulator does, right? Simulator allows you to crash, hit a button, and then just keep going. So if you have a, a smaller airplane that will do that for you and it's the real thing, yeah, why spend the money on a simulator? Right. Because this airplane will do exactly the same thing. Right. Um, now, it may take him longer doing it on this airplane because he's flying something that is, you know, if he's banging the sticks around, in, in his case, he got to come watch what, you know, a pilot would do with these sticks. 
as opposed to trying to learn to go to the next mode and bang them around again. So, so we were able to kind of pull him out of some of that. So I think mm -hmm. that, you know, his, his explanation is valid and I, I totally get where he's coming from. So, so, well, so uh, more power to them. Let me ask a quick question, right. guys. So he didn't get a chance to fly a bigger plane, uh, like, um, like the, uh, What's the no, uh, the night no. owl or whatever that you guys have? Both no, the walrus. No. The walrus, yeah. No, the night walrus. no, no, no. Mm -mm. So you didn't get a chance to fly ladder or a Bixler or, or you know any, any kind of plane. No, like there's that. no Bixler. No, we didn't have anything like that. We we were a little more cognizant of the fact that we are not club members and we're at a club that you know that's why I introduced him to. Well, no, I get why you did to Shan, but I figured you know you probably broke out one of, you know broke that plane out and said, well here you know. Get on the sticks. No, no, because no. they they Couldn't are really not, do that. They're not AMA. You know, we told them to join the AMA and then come back out and then. And that's the it. second thing that they said right. they were going to do. It's like right. they were totally on that. Ah, they're getting okay. going to get gotcha. on it because they want to. Right. And 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 they they left me in the conversation with, you know, one of the good thing is we're connected with this club and we're really excited about being around people showing us what they can do and learning mm -hmm. more about what we, what we need gotcha, to be doing gotcha, to gotcha. fly better. Excellent. So. Yep. Well, that was really good. We we world. had a good time. I, I I was really impressed with both of them. So, and um, you know, I, I'm wishing them the best of the luck. And and they have our uh, you know, an email address. So if you uh, actually wind up listening to this episode, the the both of you can uh, email us at parkfirepodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, feel free to reach out to us, and we'll be happy to get back with you. I'll answer whatever questions you guys have. And, uh, you know, obviously, Mike just got in touch with them. It was kind of funny. He's got a really quick, funny story though when he called him. So I called him. I didn't. I didn't have his phone number, so I had to look it up online, and I got it from Facebook. And then um, I dialed his number and left a voicemail. Of course, it doesn't say this is Montana for mobile auto detailing. It just says leave a leave a message for the you know the phone number. So I did, and uh, it, you probably didn't pick up because. You know who's going to answer a phone from a call from Alaska? Nobody knows anybody from Alaska, right? <laughs> right. And so, and so, uh, uh, I get a call back a little bit later, and I recognize the number, so I answered it. And uh, I go, "Hey," he goes, "Oh, hey, you called me and left a voice message for me. Uh, uh, this is Montana. You know, what can I help you with?" And I was like, "Oh, I met you guys at the event back up in Arizona. I don't know if you remember." He goes, "Who? Who are you?" And it was like, you know, we met at the RC event. And he goes, no, I don't, I don't remember that. I was like, that's weird. Two Montanas with mobile auto detailing. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'm just joshing with you. I remember. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh man, that's just rude. Right. Uh, he I got me it. so bad. I love it. You got to awesome. let that fish take the line and just take that bait. Nope. Yeah, right. He sure did, did, too. He got me. <laughs> yes. My old man came right out. Yep. Mike, Mike, Mike swallowed a hook, line, and sinker. I sure did. That's awesome. Hook, line, and stinker. Exactly. Well, uh, we, wanna, we want to uh, tell both of them that we appreciate their uh, input, and uh, we enjoyed hanging out with them. And, um, you know, best of luck with your RC career. Feel free to reach out to us. And uh, actually, congratulations on the new baby as well. Right. Uh, we love meeting new people, and it's, uh, it's a very um, enlightening experience for us as well. Because sometimes I think we find ourselves in that old hat where we're doing the same things and then to get this renewed vigor of oh my gosh there's somebody excited about it you know because uh, i remember those days you know, there were many many years Good ago days. for us but uh, i do remember those being excited and what it was just last year about. right mike yes just uh, it was last weekend what are you talking about right yeah sorry i didn't mean to make you sound old <laughs> <laughs> older yeah one week older 
Well, for uh, those of you that uh, are, are following us, make sure you check out our uh, YouTube page. And uh, for Michael here in Arizona. And Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike back in Texas. There you go. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you.